Happy birthday to you. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Do we start again? Oh yeah, sorry, that water went down the wrong way. I was trying so hard not to cough because I knew you were going to start the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I love... Like, <coughs> literally two seconds before we started, like, I'm ready to go. I need to get a massive gulf Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Huss. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Miss. Welcome to Miss. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to Mips Podcast. Happy birthday to us. Woo! I, I went to... Woo! <laughs> you sound like a really tired ghost. <laughs> Woo! Which is the... Woo! <laughs> oh, guys, please. That is the kind of uh, celebration we want for our 10th episode. 10th episode. Woo! Yeah! Woo! Hi, hi, Dan. Yeah, I went to try and get some party blowers, you know, that we go, uh, went to Tesco's, Morrison's, that was Dan, Dan didn't actually get one, that was actually his interpretation of one, yeah, uh, I'm not sure if you, he might have deceived you with his, uh, his, his wild uh, imitations, yeah. he's a great actor, um, oh, thank you, man. so Dan, it's our 10th episode, 10th episode, are you excited? Yeah, wow. You sound it. You 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 ten's sound quite, Ten's quite a lot, actually. Ten weeks. That's quite a lot. Ten weeks of this. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. And thank you, listener, for yeah. People uh, have actually listened, which is quite impressive. So we hope. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'll, a download is a download. If you're a robot and you're enjoying this, I, I hope you enjoy it. If you're not a robot and you're human, um, hey, it's lovely. To, thank you for listening and taking part. Uh, I heard long ago that uh, most podcasts give up before the tenth episode. So. We're here! Have you made that up yourself? Nope, I heard it once on a podcast by Simon Kane. I actually, um, in the last 10 episodes, because I edit this podcast as well, hashtag hard worker. Dan, what do you do for the podcast? I uh, listen back to the edits that you do and decide whether you uh, did a good job. And more often than not, you did quite a good job. See, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good. And what I do is I've actually made a file, like a file of the first ten episodes of all the dodgy things Dan has said and kept it on like a dangerous file. It's called the dangerous file cut, and it's uh, that will be released one day when you're really rich and famous. Uh, and I'm st- still not, uh, and I'm going to release it just to kind of destroy your reputation. So, uh, thank you, Matt. But have you enjoyed the last ten episodes, Dan? I have enjoyed the last ten episodes. I really have. Do you feel like you've learned a lot of myths? I actually, I uh, genuinely have. It's because yeah. I went into a lot of these myths knowing just the title, you know, and it's nice that I actually know them now. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have learned a lot. Yeah, and it's it's been fun to kind of chat the biz with you, Dan. You know, um, yeah, you too, Matt. And uh, we're gonna have an after party afterwards. It's just me and you, isn't it? By after party, I mean I'm gonna pull down Dan's blinds in his bedroom and just put a, like a disco light on, and uh, and then we can. <laughs> Party. Again, that, party was, blower, that yeah. was not a party blower. That was Dan's attempt at a party blower. Right, yeah. uh, God, I'm getting good uh, at that. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I went to a lot of different shots just to find one. But don't deal with me now. I wanted to get party hats and everything. Make it really special. Because it's a, it is a special occasion, you know? It is a special occasion. And if you want to send us in presents to say happy birthday to us. Um, Ten is like middle-aged. It's like middle-aged if you were like in the medieval times. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I have just realised it's not really a birthday because it's not a year, you know what I mean? But... Ten episodes, it's good enough, right? Yeah, I did, I it's did, more of a Christian, Christian. I did feel weird singing Happy Birthday, but um, hey, oh, 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 one anniversary, right? It's an anniversary. It's technically an anniversary. <laughs> ten weeks anniversary. It's like imagine if we dated a girl for like ten weeks. That'd be special. God, can you imagine dating someone for ten weeks? Just imagine, imagine dating someone. someone. <laughs> imagine, imagine someone liking you enough to to date you for one day, Matt. Yeah. Also, I like how we said that as if we were, said, "Oh, imagine if we were uh, if we were dating a girl for ten weeks." I said that as if we were both dating the same girl. <laughs> <laughs> in due time. Um, obviously, in the last ten weeks, we've had uh, a lot of lovely downloads. Thank you for downloading the podcast, and thank you if you've given us uh, reviews on iTunes and stuff like that. And you can still go ahead and do that. And uh, but we've actually had a couple of comments from people, and I just um, firstly, uh, Dan, you got a text from your mum recently. Well, not well. Recently. No, it was. Um... 
uh, when episode two came out, was it? Yeah, it came out, uh, obviously, a while ago, but uh, your mum uh, texted you a couple of weeks ago about episode two, and she said uh, she said something quite funny about... Because I've got a lot of correspondence about Dan uh, from a lot of my northern friends, and uh, I, I thought it would be quite fun just to read out a couple of uh, things people have said. said. Now it's the 10th of okay, look, it's yeah. like a, a milestone. Because we won't ever do another... Yeah, so it'll be a nice little milestone. Do you know what my mum said about... Uh, now you um, go first because um, firstly let's just remind people about what happened in episode 10 that is relatable to this which episode is two. episode 2 sorry which is that I at the beginning of the episode uh, and, the and I'm sure some of these some of the things you have are about this too are they not oh well I, uh, I said some horrible things about you looking like a beaten up Nick Frost <laughs> now which, before I just to justify myself and you you are the first person that you, <laughs> sorry that was just to justify myself you do look like that like, no, you, it's uncanny now, I appreciate that at the time people thought it was quite harsh, but me and you being friends, and we talk a lot, don't we, about how you know, and people that know you well know that you look, you do look a bit like Nick Frost. Yeah. That's no secret. Yeah. So me mentioning that you look a bit like Nick Frost was like a joke between us, but I do appreciate that people that haven't seen you before are like, gee, who is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's some girls that text me, it's like, Dan's quite harsh about you, isn't he? Because you didn't think anything of it at the time. No, well... I mean, I, I did cry. I mean, you did cry a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but, I mean, I mean, other than oh. other than like actual tears. My, my therapist there was no said emotion. my therapist said it was quite harsh, uh, but uh, yeah, it was like I had yeah. the Mrs. The, Hoss. <laughs> uh, but yeah, some some people were like you don't actually look like a beaten up Nick Frost. But there was one person was like, yeah, you do actually. It was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> my mum said we just listened to episode two. This is a text I got on Saturday. We just listened to episode two. Please remind Matt that he is more handsome than Nick Frost. <laughs> Yes, get in. Thank you, Mrs. Rhodes. Yeah, pick uh, up Christine. 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 Uh, well, uh, Christine, if you're listening to this, I uh, appreciate that. And, uh, um, you know, if you... Uh, I don't know which way I'm going to go. I almost chatted up That's your nice mom. of her, isn't it? Yeah, that's really not like... like thank, has she seen a picture of me? Well, you've never met her in real life, but she must have seen you. She must have seen you on Facebook or something. She's probably Googled you. Oh, because your mum's a detective, right? She is. Yeah, she, she's she's got she's she knows how to find you. Yeah, yeah. she she put run an APB on me. <laughs> I made the like, no, you made uh, up that term, didn't you? Yeah. I, well, actually, it's on LA Noir when they put an APB out yeah, for she's, someone. She's she's got someone staying outside your house. Yeah, night, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know. Thank God for stalker. I once had a stalker called Ricky once. He was just this kid who just just followed me around campus for a bit at university. I gave him directions once. He really appreciated it, and he just didn't leave me alone. He can be, be oh, nice. You know, I wish it was a hot lady, but you know, Baker's can't choose us. But I actually got some correspondence about you, Dan. Are you interested to hear what this says? Yeah, go on then. Because my colleague, what Dan- episodes is in relation to? Well, it's a general one. Uh, uh, oh, just an all of them. It, oh, it's, it's a general one. Uh, because um, oh, God. my colleague slash my dad's uh, paramour, as in girlfriend. Uh, it's your dad's girlfriend and someone you work with. Yeah, it's a weird How did not know you worked with your dad's girlfriend? Yeah, well, in all fairness, I don't really work there that often. So, oh, okay. Um, well, that's uh, weird. Uh, her name's Jackie. Hello, Jackie, if you listen to this. She, she said some really quite nice things about you. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, she hasn't seen a picture oh. of you. Uh, I asked her. <laughs> what? Uh, she listened to the first episode, and I asked yeah, her some yeah, kind of yeah, general yeah. questions. And she, I said to her... I like that you've immediately wrote this. You obviously kept the record of this I did, because... <laughs> I asked her what she thought about you and what, okay. what you kind of looked like, and she said, "Oh, like what? What she thought I would look like from yeah. like, I guess based off my voice." Yes. Oh, God. Okay. She goes, "I think he is quite slim, blonde, and he has a really sexy voice, which is nice. <laughs> a bit like Steve McDonald." <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I think that is a double-edged sword, right there, isn't yeah. it? Because uh, so, which one am I? <laughs> Because Steve McDonald from Coronation Street, that is not a that's not a compliment, I would say. What does he look like? What did he look like when he was young? I'm googling it right now. <laughs> she goes on to say, I can imagine Dan being in a boy band of some sort, and I wouldn't mind having sex with him. So that is really nice. I mean, like, so your dad's girlfriend says that from my voice, she's <laughs> she would. Think I was in a boy band and she would have sex. So with what's me. happened here, Dan? We kind of got a bit of a wife swap situation. So you can date my dad's girlfriend, and I'll start da- dating your mum. So it'll become kind of like a, a missed family podcast. Yeah. So thank you for your correspondence. Uh, hopefully you think of us in other terms. Are you googling Steve McDonald? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Are you ha- what he, he like? Well, obviously, I know what he looks like now. Describe him to the listener. Well, Steve McDonald from Coronation, Coronation Street. He looks. I mean, everyone would recognise him if he's ah. Uh, like a sad potato, I'd say. He look. He's got dark hair. Very like sunken eyes. Yeah. Look like baggy eyes. Very tired. As I said, side potato. He looks like he smokes a lot. I don't know if he does, but he looks like someone that would. I mean, let's see what he looked like when he was younger. Because maybe, maybe he was, maybe he was good looking. I, you're you gonna have to Google quite hard for that. But uh, I love how someone's point of reference, especially Jackie, uh, her point of reference was, oh, how do I, how do I describe someone? I know, Coronation Street character. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's not, there's no pictures of him when he was younger. Well, well, thank you. Anyway, Jackie, because they were kind, they're very kind words. Yeah, Jackie. <laughs> should, should we start up like a, a myth dating kind of situation? Mm. You know, like, I, I'm not blonde either. She said I was probably blonde. I'm not blonde. What? What? Like is light it? brown hair. Light brown. Yeah. I am. I am quite slim though. I'm not particularly. I'm not very big at all. Same. Maybe slim. Being a Nick Frost. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we're gonna. Hey, uh, Jackie. Uh, since it's the tenth. Uh, <laughs> I keep on saying tenth anniversary. It's not tenth week special. Um, we got a nice little uh, a myth podcast for you. So here we go. As we said, we had a lot of lovely correspondence in the last couple of weeks, and thank you for getting in touch. And we've actually got an email we'd like to read out. And what's that email address, Dan? It is mythspodcast at gmail.com. That's- mythspodcast at gmail.com. Backwards, it would be com.gmail at podcastmyths. That's not how that works, is it? <laughs> Um, but we have got an email from the verified on Twitter, CJ Demui. That was the trumpet. Those of you who thought that was a real trumpet, it was my mouth. <laughs> if you thought that was a party blower, you can fuck right off again. <laughs> so CJ Demui, uh, he uh, emailed us. Yeah, CJ Demui, uh, great actor, smart guy, and uh, currently our most famous listener. Definitely. Um, uh, well, we actually had ex-president Obama like us on uh, Miss Podcast at MissPodcast at Twitter.com. Um, we have 43 followers. Uh, Yay! <laughs> and CJ, he emails in, and uh, Dan, what does he say? He said, oh God, sorry. He says that. He said, dear Matt and Dan, I'd like to create... We're fucking nailing this, mate. He said, Matt, what did he say? He said, dear Matt and Dan... I'd like to correct a terrible injustice. Dun, dun, dun. We all know Medusa as a man-hating monster who would turn those who gazed upon her into stone, literally petrifying them. I know that feeling. However, she was also the representation of philosophy, art and beauty, which is why her face is the symbol of Versailles. Versace. I read that wrong. <laughs> Versailles. She was, she was, was she on the Pat Treat of Versailles, 1919? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 let's keep that in. Uh, I said Versailles, yeah. yes. I wasn't really concentrating. <laughs> Don't worry, you're just, just doing a podcast, you know. I've Don't have to read stuff out. Yeah. Because <laughs> CJ here, he's trying to represent um, Medusa as more than just a monster, as a, a figure of literary, literary uh, philosophy, beauty, and so we're going to do the, the myth about Medusa this week. Yeah, and we have we just thought well, we may as well do the proper myth with her, yeah. And we're going to talk about all aspects of Medusa, or some aspects of Medusa, we've only, Dan's not concentrating that much, so who knows. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so She has snakes for hair. So what else do you know about Medusa? Before she we has snakes for <laughs> hair. Well, that was insightful. Uh, no, she's a woman too, and spoiler alert, well, tell snakes me. for hair. Well, technically, she's a gorgon, so she she's female. Like a demogorgon. Not like a demogorgon from Strange Things. Oh. Uh, li- literally, the, one of the reasons why Dan's wanted to do this myth of Medusa today, because he was like, is it anything to do with the demogorgon from Stranger Things? It's not. So, any Stranger Things fans, turn off now. But, so, we are going to crack on with this myth. Uh, we're going to take it in terms of reading it out, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. So, here's Perseus and Medusa. <laughs> That's a, that was actually yeah, a part of that time. Would you like to start off, Dan? Yes. I say that because the first paragraph has a lot of hard names. First paragraph, yeah, I'm already looking at a lot of hard names here, Matt, so get ready to correct me because I know you enjoy me uh, butchering the names. The of only some reason of these. I get up in the morning is. <laughs> uh, oh, good God. Spell it out A C R I S R U S. Acrisissus. I think it's Acrisius. 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 
Acrisius, yeah, Acrisius, you're right. It sounds, it sounds way more Greek than. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Go with it. Acrisius, the king of Argos, as in the shop. Yeah, he he is the warehouse manager. Yeah, of Argos, yeah. <laughs> That's where this takes place. Acrisius, the king of Argos, was told by the oracle of Delphi that his own grandson would kill him one day. This grandson would be the child of his daughter. Danai. Yeah, deny. Deny, deny. It's like Dan, which is my name, yeah. and then eh, at the end. It sounds like a Bastille song. It does, yeah. Dan, eh. <laughs> this, grandson, this grandson would be the child of his daughter, Danai. Scared of the upcoming future of his and his destiny, King Acrisius... Acrisius. I literally... Yeah. King Acrisius decided to bribe his daughter of any possible intercourse, mating, and childbearing. So he built a room beneath the earth and imprisoned her there. <laughs> okay, so there's already tons of stuff to go on here, yeah. right? Firstly, I love how King Acrisius, he does the ultimate dad move, doesn't he? He kind of goes, yeah, yeah. my daughter is not seeing anyone. Yeah. No possible intercourse whatsoever. Yeah, uh, you're not dating, young girl. Uh, Get in the hole in the earth. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think... It's quite a strong move. It's quite quite yeah, an overbearing yeah, yeah. move. Uh, yeah, I would say so, Matt. Because I think if uh, a Christian wanted to deny not to, you know, uh, have any intercourse, he should take a leaf out of our books, you know, just start a myth-based podcast. That usually yeah. is a trick. Yeah. <laughs> any tips or tricks for the listeners of this podcast to uh, uh, avoid sex, Dan? Um, yeah, what I would do is, when you go on a date, pretend like your imaginary friend is there. And every now and then talk to them. No, Dan, what's happened there? I'm not your imaginary friend. You've just invited me out for dinner with a girl before. Oh, that, right. that's, Sorry. That's... Sorry. Sorry. No offense, I do cock block you. So, uh, yeah. it... Also, um, Christius here, he has imprisoned his own daughter. Granddaughter. Oh, no, it is his daughter. Because it's going to be his grandson that's going to kill him. Yeah, he's scared about um, Danai's son or uh, yeah. that will come back to his kill His daughter's going to have a... T- she's going to have a son and that son is going to kill him. Yeah. I understand how generations work. <laughs> well, I know math, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't want her to get impregnated. He, I think there's other options here. Because uh, I imagine an NHS list is like, uh, how to uh, be protective of sex. Wear a condom, you know, get a... Uh, get the get, pill? Get the pill. Or get imprisoned by your grandma. <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> However, as the legend says, Zeus came to her in the form of golden rain... <laughs> Hmm. Pierce through the walls of the chamber and denies body. Hence, Perseus was born. Oh, obviously. Uh, let's put a pause there for a set down. Right, golden rain? That's that's definitely a euphemism. Yeah, golden rain. And I like how it was like, pierced through the walls of her chamber and her body. But, Venus. But imagine Inside that. a vagina. <laughs> but imagine, like, if you were deny, you're like, oh, I'm really sad and lonely. I'm in prison by myself. And you just see a golden, like, gas just going towards you. Like, what's what's happening yeah, like here? It starts raining golden rain. Or it starts raining piss. And also, does she have any consent here? I don't want to go down the dark route, but she... It does seem like Zeus is just getting no, struck on. but not just in Greek and Roman mythology, but also in, obviously, our, like, even the Christian mythology, it's just a thing, isn't it, that God just turns up every now it's and like, then. Yeah, hey, Mary. And you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah. And that's what's that's kind of thing here. I love how like like suddenly Perseus is born straight away. Straight away, like, Perseus yeah. is born. And imagine like if you were a Christius and you you went to unlock the cell. You know, oh hi, don't I... is that a child? <laughs> what is happening? You, I've been locked down here for nine hours. What's happened? Yeah, it's literally been twenty four hours. <laughs> how has this happened? Yeah. Hearing the news, but not believing that Zeus was the father of the newborn, Acrisius let his daughter and grandchild out to the open sea on an ark. They eventually came to the shores of Seraphos Island, where they were saved and adopted by a local couple, the man being the brother of the king of the island, Polydectes. That's a cool name, isn't it? Polydectes. Sounds like a a Pokemon. Yeah, it does, actually. Polydectes. It sounds like a math-based Pokemon. Um... I remember when I was a kid, I actually I really loved this myth because it was one of the first myths I looked at. It was actually the second myth. First was Theseus and then Perseus was the second one. And I really loved this. But in they showed a video of this, right? And what they did, instead of having an arc, was that he, uh, Christius literally put them in a cardboard, like in that, like a wooden crate into the ocean. Just, like a Moses, kind of like... Yeah, 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 hoping they would sink. But they uh, Zeus kind of kept them alive as well. But I also like how in here, it's like 
Christus doesn't believe that Zeus was the father. Like, of course he wouldn't. As, yeah. as, if, as if that's a plausible thing. Well, I have a question for you, Matt. Assuming the arc they're on is actually an Aegean sailboat, how long would you estimate it took them to get to Seraphos Island? Being yeah. an expert in... Dan, yeah. I am an Aegean um, boat specialist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, thank you for asking me. Yeah. It's my specialty. How long would it take them to get to the island? See, I'm, I'm going to have to do guesses because I'm not quite sure where Seraphos Island is, but I reckon... I... It's just somewhere on Earth. It is somewhere... Tell you what you want about us, but you do learn in this podcast. <laughs> I reckon it will take a good 20 minutes. 20, 30 in, in heavy traffic. Dan, I am the genius. <laughs> so don't take this away from me. It's my only thing. You, you're smart, slim, blonde, and good-looking. People want to sex you, Dan. Uh, yeah, about 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and like they did the, yeah, that's that's they're not gonna have far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like uh, well, essentially just driftwood, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, between twenty minutes and thirty-two hours, I reckon. So yeah. somewhere in between that two. When Perseus grew up to be a handsome and strong young man, one more time he found himself in the way of one king. This time, King Polydectes, who wanted Danae, his mum, to become his wife. Knowing that he wouldn't have the woman for himself as long as Perseus was there to protect her, the king made a plan to send Perseus not only far away, but also to a dangerous mission. Polydectes told Perseus to bring him the head of the Gorgon, Medusa. So, um, it's not... Yes, the, 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 the tension is high now, isn't yeah. it? I, uh, I love how um, Polydectes is like... I really want to get with his mum, but I need to get him out of the house somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I know, I'll tell him to decapitate a woman. That'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I also believe that he wanted, um, Polydectes wanted uh, Medusa's head as a wedding present, which is a weird wedding present, isn't it? Imagine like, uh, oh, thank you for the toaster, Janine, I really appreciate that. Oh, thank you for the Amazon voucher. Medusa's head! Oh, yeah, I, um, thank you. That'll go great in the mantelpiece. Yeah. <laughs> Put on the cake. Matt, let's find out a bit more about who Medusa actually is, shall we? Yes, and this kind of links into what CJ was saying as well. Medusa was one of three sisters, the Gorgons, but she was the only mortal one. Some versions say all three were born as monsters, but the predominant myths had them as gorgeous maidens. Medusa was so beautiful that Poseidon was crazy about her, but she didn't care about him. Poseidon turned her and her sisters into monsters with live snakes covering their heads. Medusa kept her beautiful face, but everything else was so monstrous. And whoever dared to look into her face ended up being turned into stone. So this is exactly like CJ says. We know that Medusa, we think of her as a snake-haired woman that when you gaze upon her, mm-hmm. she turns you to stone. But she actually started out as a really, really beautiful woman who... Yeah. Poseidon was basically jealous that she didn't love him back. And I think CJ's making the point that she isn't just a monster, she's also uh, she also has other attributes as well. And I think she's a victim, bless her. She didn't yeah, want to be a, like, yeah. it's all she did was again, what we find time and time again in these myths is that someone is crazy about someone else, falls in love with them, and that person gets revenge on them in a horrible, horrible way. Like a narcissist, if yeah. you remember. So Poseidon just kind of makes her all horrible, which is quite sad. But imagine having the power to turn people to stone, you know? That would be amazing. Like, Who would you turn into stone? Whoa. Like, what would you use that power? Like, I mean, just in the real world situation, if you were Stone Man and you could turn people <gasps> into stone like the, whenever you wanted. Firstly, Stone Man should get a better PR agent because Stone Man's an awful name. And I think it'd be quite, like, instantly, I would definitely use it for, like, to rob a bank. Because that'd be quite easy to rob a bank. Just to be like... You know what I mean? You just turn everyone into stone, walk Quite in. Quite easy yeah. to get away with crime. Uh, I um, I guess... I feel like it wouldn't take long before the military like, weaponised you and sent you into war zones just so you could stare at the enemy. And they... But wouldn't it be a better... Is it is it a way to kind of reduce costs? Because you can... It's quite a powerful weapon, isn't it? Yeah, it would work. Yeah. And also, it'd be great to... Very easy to finish houses very fast. Who would you turn to stone, Dan? Well, I don't know. I, I think I just use it for like real-world applications, like you said. Although, like you say, to build a house, if you can only turn people into stone, building a house would require you to murder loads of people, turn them into stone, <laughs> and then use their bodies as, as the foundation to your house. Very creepy blocks, isn't it? It's like, oh, that's that's Charles, and that's Deirdre. Uh, yeah. And it's uh, imagine bringing a, 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 someone you like to the house as well, like, have a look at my... Come back to my house, and just bodies stood there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it's, you know... 
cheap accommodation. Yes. So Perseus has a bit of a wild mission ahead of him. Yes, and Medu- yes, so he's got to go and get the head of Medusa. Yes. Only so that King Polydectes can sleep with his mum. I'll try and make his moves on yeah. her. Uh, so, and it, obviously a lot of men have uh, gone beforehand to try and kill It doesn't Medusa. mention, does Polydectes know that Perseus is the son of a demigod? Does he know that he's the son of Zeus? I, I assume not. I think two points. I, I, think, I don't think it matters that much because I think, A... I think Zeus gets around quite a lot. So I think a lot of people, <laughs> a lot are, of people are getting gods. That's true. That's so, true. It's like a support group. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Do you have sex with my mum? Oh, how do you have sex with your mum? He turned her into a cow. Is that Io? Uh, yeah, that's true. He did have a sex with a little girl. Perseus, Perseus thus had a hard task. He asked Athena and Hermes for help. And two of them, together with the nymphs, provided winged sandals to fly him to the end of the world where Gorgons lived. A cap that made him invisible, a sword and a mirrored shield. The latter was the most important tool Perseus had, since it allowed him to see a reflection of Medusa's face and to avoid being turned into stone. So you only get turned into stone if you directly look at her. If yeah. you look at her through a mirror or reflection, it yeah, doesn't count. It doesn't count. And uh, that's obviously going to be very important for later on as well. I'd be pissed if it turned out that information was wrong in the minute he like looked at the reflection. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. So you're sure that if I look at her through the reflection, she won't kill me? And uh, uh, We're like 50% positive. Yeah, Theta's like, oh, it's like I, 70, I, 70, 80%. Give it, wing it, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I assume so. I mean, we don't really have much literature on this. Yeah. but uh, Just give it. What's the worst that can happen? It's like, you can say that. You're a god. You can live forever. <laughs> I like I like Carthory Athena. She's like, yeah, it's fine. Athena's actually really cool because she she helps out a lot of heroes and uh, she just she does a lot for the community. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This next paragraph jumps into it quite quickly, but I'm going to actually I'll, I'll read it out and then I'll fill it in a little bit. When he cut Medusa's head off, from the drops of her blood suddenly appeared two offspring: Pegasus, a winged horse. And Chrysol, a giant or winged boar, it's believed that those two were Medusa's children with Poseidon. Okay, so totally misses the whole battle with Medusa here. Yeah, I'm assuming he used a reflection. So let If me... the film, Clash of, is it Wrath of the Titans is anything to go about? The one with Sam Worthington as Perseus, he uses a reflection in the shield. To like... Yeah, so what happens is that he obviously uses the mirrored shield. And here, and in the in her lair, is like, oh, come and face me, warrior. And there's there's lots of people petrified stone. And Perseus is trying to overcome this. And he, uh, he's, he's got the shield. And she ends up looking into the mirror, looking at herself, to find her true reflection. And she turns herself into stone. And he chops off her head. Boom. Which is Boom. It's more of a thing, thing. Also, how, but how would you cut stone with a sword? Because that's going to blunt it quite cool. It would. Also, drops of blood appeared. Yes. Did she turn to stone? <laughs> Maybe he didn't. Uh, I'm thinking that he looked at the reflection in the... Like, I think the whole point is that he, like... In, he, again, I'm using edge. the film when Sam Worthington... I know it's a terrible reference. Like, so he's got, like... The, he holds the sword up. He can see Medusa is behind him. Yeah. Because he has... can see the reflection. Then he just has to turn around. And yeah. Like, Shling. But she could have definitely avoided that so yeah, easy. Either like... way, he uses the mirror to slice to, it. To slice her head off. Which is cool. And then a Pegasus and then a horse and a boar come out with wings. I also... Because he, he flies back. Uh, so he cuts off her head. Uh, and what I also remember is that her drops of blood also drop into um, a certain... Uh, like a desert of some kind, and uh, that uh, the sand mixes with Medusa's blood to create scorpions. That's where scorpions oh, come that's from. That's where scorpions come from. Fact. That is 100% fact. Don't look at your GCC textbooks, okay? Yeah. That's, that's Don't watch from. Planet Earth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. David Attenborough is quoting us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And also, I believe that in a later myth for Perseus, uh, he, uh, he actually rides Pegasus quite often. And did you know... Well, I always associate Pegasus with Greek mythology. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, Pegasus is obviously quite a mythical horse. Uh, and Perseus rides Pegasus at a later myth as well. He does some other bits and pieces. But when I was in year seven and I learned classics, my history teacher, Mr. Hughes, called me Pegasus the Winged Hoss. And that was my nickname. Pegasus the Winged Hoss. That's cool, right? The last name being, of course, Hoss. Yep. That's what he did there. Oh, get it now. That's, I get it. I also was called uh, the Wooden Hoss of Troy as well. 
didn't have a girlfriend for a while. You were very cool, yeah. weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Matt. In any case, once he accomplished his task, Perseus flew back and escaped Medusa's sisters, who tried to... Oh, her sister's just knocking about. Yeah, she's like, it's cool, we uh, just killed, killed our sisters. Yeah. If her two other sisters are also, like, her winged, um, snake-haired monsters, why is it Medusa that's the famous one? Well, that just happens. It's like Destiny Child. You only really know Beyonce. Beyonce, that... Kelly, and the other one. <laughs> that's her name. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I guess um, it's... Well, it's I'm... Michelle, I think. Well... The other one. In is Destiny's that true? Child. Yeah, I think it's Michelle. So it's nice that you, you genuinely know more about <laughs> Destiny's Child than this man. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I guess that she... Perseus is a survivor. I'm a survivor, knocker. This is the final podcast we're doing. I, I give up. Uh, I don't know. I guess she's just the most famous one. Um, so, does, does this finish there? No, well, it says that later Perseus used Medusa's head as a weapon... In many occasions, until he gave the head to Athena to place it on her shield. Okay, that's... So he not... never even gave it to... Whoa, whoa. The... Well, here's the thing, because I know how the, the myth ends. For whatever reason, this, this myth just ends very fast, but... I'll, shall I regale you the tale? This is Please. Matt Hoss's uh, spoken word corner. Wait, let's do like a little... I think you need like your own little section. We'll do like an intro to Matt Hoss. <laughs> just spat on my legs. <laughs> Didn't spend that time. No, but... It's Matt's Mythology Corner. Finishing the myths because we didn't do enough research. Yeah, didn't do enough. Anyway, uh, so finishing off the myth. Um, so what happened is that he, uh, he obviously got the winged sandals from Athena. Because he just mentioned that and don't finish off the story. He flies back. Isn't that a bit like Cupid? Didn't he have little winged? Or Hermes, he had a little winged... Yes, yes, yeah, I think. Um, so what happened is that he goes back, he, he makes his way back to the, um, to, uh, um, the Sorofos Island, Sorofos Island. and uh, he really hates Paul Dettis because he's, he's an evil man. He's trying, trying to his mum. Yeah, exactly. And that's not on. And uh, so essentially he goes, okay, Paul Dettis like, oh, so you're, you're back from your adventure, hey? Oh, you didn't get killed by, he speaks like that, he by the way. Like that, I'm sorry for Island, they have that kind of weird accent. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man! And uh, he goes, hey, I've got your wedding present right here. And he drops the bag with Medusa's head in it, holds it by the snakes, and uh, it looks into um, Polydex's eyes. And he gets frozen, stolen, stiff. And he is frozen still. Because it still works after she's dead. dead and he uses it as a weapon. And as the myth says, he later gave Athena that to put on her shield. People like Alexander the Great used her in... He used to have it on a on his like breastplate when he went to armour to kind of scare and intimidate foes. And the Gorgon Eye uh, is like the, the head, head of a Gorgon. And it appears a lot during their artwork in Roman and myth uh, Greek times. Well, and also, just to finish off the whole thing... Denai's mum, uh, Acrisius, uh, obviously he was scared about his grandson killing him. And I believe on the way back, or at least some point in the future, Perseus, um, I think on his way back from killing Medusa, just like, hey, you know what? I've uh, got some free time before um, he bangs my mum. Uh, I'm going I'm to take part in the quick discus competition. This is true. Like, yeah. uh, it goes, okay, because uh, that happens. It's just uh, it's like open mic discus competition, right? <laughs> just turn up, free entry discus yeah, competition. Just, and what happens? And he apparently, it's the first time he's ever done it as well. So he doesn't discuss and he throws it. Because he, he's a demigod, he throws it so hard, it leaves. And, and, it, and it makes its way all the way to uh, Argos. And it just takes out Acrisius. He dies by the discus. The, so it's like come out of nowhere yeah, it's across like, oh, the ocean. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and that therefore fulfills the prophecy. And they killed, um, uh, he accidentally kills... Uh, the person doesn't realise this. He's just seen it disappear off into the distance. And he goes, I, uh, think, he'll probably be fine. He'll I land think in the I'll sea or the, or the field. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've beat that one. Yeah, so that's, uh, at least that's my recollection of the myth. Yeah. And however, if you have a different annotation than that, please let us know. Yeah, and obviously, as uh, CJ says, uh, Gorgons appear throughout artwork and mythology. And I think Medusa was a, a, a truly, you know, she was a, she was more of a victim than I thought, to be honest. And, yeah, uh, I feel sorry for her. And she, she mind her own business most of the time. Uh, she just mind her own business. Anyway, that is... The end of the Smith.
Hi, Matt. That. Where you been? Well, like for the last link, I uh, I left to yeah. do a different podcast. I know. Well, Hold. I've been, I've been sitting there for ages. <laughs> uh, so, as you know, we uh, for every single myth we like to uh, review and rate each and every myth according to four categories. We have life skills. Life skills. Oh, well, you want me to do the next one? No, just do that. Uh, okay. Life skills. Morals. Morals. Creativity. Creativity. And the WTF factor. W. T. F factor. <laughs> that was unnecessary long. <laughs> so, uh, there's a lot of ground to cover there. Uh, so, let's talk about life skills. So what practical Often things... Often the one that lets miss down. Yeah, and hopefully we'll learn a bit here. So... Life skills. What things did we practically learn? We learned that if you put wings on a slipper, you can fly places on a sandal. <laughs> we learned that if you want to kill Medusa, you use the reflection. Yeah, always use a mirror. Always wing. use, always use a mirror. People yeah. forget that. You know, it's like a what? mirror check maneuver. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mirror check Medusa. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also learned how uh, to how to. Stop getting impregnated. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Well, actually didn't stop it, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, we learned how, how to... to stop your daughter getting impregnated. We you also... build a hole in the earth yeah. and you bury her in it. We also learned how to get impregnated. We uh, did learn how to get impregnated. By Golden Rain. We did. Uh, we learned how to ship and uh, safely deliver um, a, a child and a mum. Yeah, we learned how long it takes to get from... <laughs> 20 minutes. 20 minutes, yeah. We learned how to throw a discus really far. Turns out, be a demigod. Yep. Uh, we also learnt... Uh, prophecies always come true. That's more of a moral. Oh, uh, God damn it, Matt. Uh, in terms of life skills, we learnt... We learnt to... Uh, we learnt a discus can chop someone's head off. Yes. Uh, we learnt... We learnt how to freeze people. Like, um, we learnt how to, well, to cock block our mum and uh, the king of uh, Sorophos. Yeah, we learnt that Medusa can still stone you even though she's got no, even though she's got no body. So you have to put her in a special bag. Yes, it's like always like carry a, her around a Versace in a bag. bag. Always you know? carry around in a Versace bag. Yeah, one hundred percent Egyptian cotton. It's it's fashionable and lethal. And lethal, uh, yeah. And. Um, well, there's a lot. Actually, I think there's quite a lot here as well. Not as much as, as I would say it's for Icarus and Daedalus, but I think there's quite a lot of life skills here. We learn how to accept advice from a god as well. So Yeah. So I think, because we don't really give life skills a high mark here, so I feel that this... Seven out of ten. I think it's an eight. I think we learn more than usual. We did learn more than other myths, so I see what you mean, as a, as a rank. But I feel like... Because this is a... Like, I think Daedalus is better, but not not by much. There's still loads in this, you know what I mean? Because yeah. there's a lot of different generations. We also learn how to, if you want to get some nucky with a boy's mum, send them out to on a dangerous mission. That's true, that's true. I mean, it didn't really work, but that's, that is true. That's not Because he point. assumed the Perseus would die, of course. Yes. And Perseus was like, ha! So I, I reckon 8 out of 10 for this. Alright. <laughs> Well, that was hotly contested. <laughs> Morals. So, things we learn to change our lives for the better. Well, like I said earlier, that you rightly corrected me and said it was morals. Uh, prophecies. Always come always true. Always come true. That's one thing that this mythology has always shown us. Uh, we learned that, um, you know, uh, we learned not to love gods so fast because either A, they'll turn into a gorgon, or B, they'll impregnate you very they'll fast. Impregnate you, yeah. We learned not to imprison your family members. Family members, yeah. Not to let your family members go off because they will probably end up killing you. Um, yeah, yeah. If you are trying to woo a woman without her consent, do not do it when her son is also uh, a half god. Because yeah. chances are, I think that's impo- that, I think a lot of these listeners can take that away. Yeah, yeah, I think you know what I mean. I think there's a lot he there. He will stop you. I think there's a lot there, but not as much as usual. Um, no, I'm thinking five or six. I'm, Maybe even a five. I think five. Um, well, well, let's compare it to the others, because Orpheus... Uh, yeah, I think five is fair. Again, hotly contested. <laughs> Creativity. 
I think this is pretty creative. There's a lot there. There is a lot there. Like, you've got the, um, well, first you've got the, the granddad, uh, we have the Medusa origin myth, where um, obviously yeah. the Poseidon We've got bit. Zeus coming through in the Golden Rain. We've got the discus. We've got the discus. <laughs> the Golden Rain hair. Uh, we've got the, uh, the equipment he gets from Athena. Like yeah, the... we barely can talk about it. Yeah, like, the, yeah, there's a lot of different factors here. And I think, I think it's going to be like eight or nine, I reckon. And also how he kills, uh, the kind of poetic justice ending, uh, how he kills Polydectus at the end as well. Yeah. And the granddad as well. And the drops of blood becoming Pegasus and, and a boar, that's pretty cool. And scorpions. And scorpions. Eight. Eight. And finally, the WTF factor. Well, I think the turn to stone is pretty weird. The impregnation, the the imprisonment of your daughter, the... Yeah. Um, they're trying to hit on the mum all the time. Uh, Always, killing yeah. your granddad. Yeah, not cool. I reckon about five or six. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's WTF in the sense that, like, Zeus impregnates a girl who's under the earth. The very idea of Medusa being turned into what she is just because Poseidon, that's pretty messed up. I also think it's, I think one of the most messed up things is putting your daughter and her and your grandson in a box in the sea and just hoping they're, wishing they're going to die as well. Yeah. Like, that's messed up, right? That is pretty messed up. I think maybe seven. Six, six or seven? Seven? Should we do a seven? Yeah. Go on. Okay, well this is, this, Dan, let's, let's add up. So eight for life skills, five for morals, eight for creativity, seven for WTF. And we have... 28, is it not? Is it 28? I didn't count them properly. Uh, you do the math, go on, Matt. You're, you're the math expert. 8 plus 5 is 13. 8 plus 13 is 21. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> and 7 plus 21 is 28. Good at maths. I'm going to edit that in the way that I We now have 3 on 28. You know what? If that was a little bit high in morals, it would have it would have beat, knocked off uh, Juno of top spot. Yeah. But Dan, that was ten episodes, man. So, uh, so we have three in uh, who are twenty-eight, which are is joint with Orpheus and which one? Um, Kronos as well. Orpheus and Kronos are also twenty-eight. Juno and her rivals, though, still up there with twenty-nine. And uh, the yeah. lowest scoring ones, uh, episode four with Prometheus as well. But what? That's ten episodes, man. Uh, ten episodes. Currently, the leader is still Juno. Um, I'm I'm so desperate to get knocked off that top spot as well. Um, but. Yeah, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in there. I um, thank you for listening to the last ten or the yeah, last nine. Yeah. Seriously, we really appreciate you getting involved, listening, and people are emailing in, which is which is lovely. Cause... And if you do want to email in, you can send us an email at misspodcast at gmail com, and you can also follow us at Miss Podcast at Miss Podcast on both Podcast. Twitter and Facebook. Just before we go, actually talking about emails, do you remember episode? Five. Five. Katie emailed us and Katie. she said about actors that yeah. we'd want to play. Any, any? Who do you have play Perseus? So uh, just to rephrase, we'll read out the email. Uh, well, the end of the email really quickly because she says this. Uh, if you can't remember, Katie says, "I would like to know uh, who would you cast in a movie of each move with different actors." And so I think uh, after these ten, let's have a bit of a retrospective and let's just talk about what actors we would like to put in. And let's and in case you you are. Need to be reminded, we had Theseus and the Minotaur, Juno and her rivals, Daedalus and Icarus, Prometheus, Kronos, Pandora's Box, Narcissus, Pygmalion, Orpheus and no, Eurydice, Perseus. and Perseus and Medusa. So it, so what kind of... Well, we talked about Theseus and the Minotaur when we did episode 5 and we thought yes. about that. Juno and her rivals, who would you cast? Who's Juno? I think that's quite a powerful... Powerful woman. A Meryl Streep. And maybe not. I don't know. I you're not thinking that? Yeah, maybe she could be quite good. But I'm thinking more Julia Roberts. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's definitely a Julia Roberts for Juno. She's like a, yeah. She knows she knows Zeus. She yeah. knows her husband is uh, yeah. up to something. Who would Zeus be? Uh, uh, Jupiter, in this case. Oh, yeah, that's true. Could it be a kind of comic actor? You know, like... Um, uh, who is that? Um, oh, like he's like, It wasn't me! Who was that guy um, who was in the King of Queens? Um... Paul Blart Mallcop, who's that guy? Oh, Kevin, Kevin. Kevin James, is it? Kevin James, yeah. I think Kevin James was like, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> true, actually. That's quite a good one. Um, that's a good one. Uh, Prometheus, who do you have as Prometheus? 
Oh, it's going to be someone like... He's trying of, to do good, isn't he? But I think he's quite a wimpy kind of character, if you know what I mean. It's like... Mm. Um, but at the same time, he's trying to do... He's trying. He's very charitable. He's trying to give fire to man. Oh, actually, do you know... I can't... Do you know be quite helpful if I knew actors' names? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think For me, this is a difficult one, because you either cast him as, like, all-powerful and but I don't, all-strong a titan, or do you cast him as quite... I think he's quite meek in my head. Yeah, he's he's like wants to try and help. I don't know. I think that's a difficult one. People can email in if they have any great actors. Yeah, actually, yeah, that'd be great if you if you want to email in uh, any of the last ten or nine episodes. Yeah, uh, yeah I think uh, maybe um, I'm just gonna put probably The Rock. I reckon Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson has pretty. That's a good shout. Uh, he's he's like lovable, lovable but strong. But I think and also it's the image good at the shout. end. Of, him with a fennel. Uh, yes. <laughs> Kronos. Who do you have as Kronos? We that missed, is a messed up move. We missed out Daedalus and Icarus. Oh, yeah, sorry. Daedalus, uh, someone quite old. Icarus, maybe. Daedalus, were he still alive, I'd have a John Hurt. Yeah, okay, I see that. Yeah, yeah and I can imagine him being quite annoyed by it. Yeah, please, Icarus. And Icarus could just be a young. Ryan Gosling. You just want Ryan Gosling everything, don't you? I want you him. have Ryan Gosling as Icarus. Oh. Or, a, or a Jonah Hill. Yes, just, yes, and that's yeah. Ooh, 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 yeah. I know this is jumping ahead a bit, but I just had to put. I'll forget this otherwise, right? Narcissus, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, for sure. Right. It, even better if you go back in time and cast like a young yeah, DiCaprio. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's go for that episode, episode seven, Echo as well. Remember Echo? Echo was a person that was, uh, her voice was taken away from her. By, yeah, bless her. Um, so maybe um, Anne Hathaway. I'd watch that movie instantly. And Hathaway and Leonardo DiCaprio is nice as an echo. Should, uh, should 20th Century Fox? Should I be a casting director? I think like you should. Kronos, episode five. So it's one big, mighty. And it's a messed up movie, so yeah. the whole theme of the movie is quite... And he's like Fuck. angry. And eats his babies. He's, he's just, he eats babies. Brian Gosling. <laughs> Brian Blessed. Yeah, I can see that. But it's quite big and mighty. Or maybe like... Brian Cox... Did I, He's in uh, Troy. I'm thinking of his character from Troy. He plays King Aegeus, does he not? Just an idea, right? Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, he could he could do Kronos. Yeah, he could do Kronos. Samuel L. Jackson could do Kronos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Pandora from Pandora's Box. Oh, that is a hard one. It's quite funny because she's quite innocent, isn't she? She yeah. just gets given a box for a wedding gift. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she can't open. Yeah, yeah. She's just like. Uh, Zeus uh, and uh, Kevin James like I don't know um, yeah, that is a good that is a really good question and she's just like well I guess I'll take this creepy I, box I'm thinking someone quite young very unassuming Maybe, like a Kirsten <gasps> Stewart Emma Stone yeah Emma Stone Emma Stone boom Pandora's box people please email in if you think these are terrible but yeah. I think we're I think yeah. I think we're I doing alright if, if you do like it as well let us know or yeah, Emma get some Stone touch. is a Pandora for sure we've done Narcissus Pygmalion, very creepy uh, yeah, old man. Yeah, creepy man. Very creepy old man. Uh, this is actor called Dan Rhodes, I think. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis would do a good Pygmalion. Actually, yeah, yeah. And he, well, he, I think he would bring some artistry to the to it. He would, because otherwise it could be potentially very flat. Yeah. Very, but I'm thinking, yeah, I, th- I think that would actually be a really good yeah. shot. And or Christoph Waltz. Oh, I can see that, yeah. Can you see him as yeah, a good Yeah, I think he'd play a slightly stronger Pygmalion. Yeah. But yeah, I like his that. German accent. Yeah, Pygmalion. Yeah, Pygmalion. <laughs> I said that's so cool. Uh, Orpheus. Oh, oh, Orpheus went down to the underworld to uh, pick up his wife. Oh, of course. Was... Yeah, 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 yeah. He went into the underworld, and then they were like, "Don't turn back." And then what did he do? He turned back. They but do that again, a lot of these myths, don't they? Legal, uh, legally. Oh, now that that could be a Ryan Reynolds. I, that could be a Ryan Gosling. I actually thought there. maybe Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, that would be a. That's like quite the opposite direction to what I was thinking. Yeah, but I think he would have a lot of emotional range to the role. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, like very emotionally, like his wife is all he thinks about. And yeah. Oh, that is a good. That is a good shout. Yeah, I like that. Who'd play his wife? Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> <laughs> he he has enough role to do. Um, I don't know, maybe, I'm just trying to think. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne is, is a great shout I for Orpheus. Think, I think, um, could you have like a Meryl Streep as kind of like a Eurydice? You could have a Meryl Streep as a Eurydice. You could you have know. a Meryl Streep as anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All of these would just be her and Daniel Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> and finally, with Perseus and Medusa. Tell you what else would make a good Daedalus, actually. I went John Hurt because I'm thinking old. But if you want to go just a nice... Actually, I'll tell you who would play a great... In Theseus and the Minotaur, Theseus' dad, King Aegeus, yes. Tom Hanks. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Because but... he'd be quite good at the beginning when he's very soft, you know, don't, you know, please. Yeah. Listen to me. I'm a single dad. Please, I'll kill myself if you don't come back with. If you come back with black sales, spoiler alert. They've <laughs> <laughs> listened to the episode. Um, so and finally, Medusa and Perseus. Perseus. Well, I can't help thinking Sam Weatherton just because he was Perseus and. Okay. No, but it's got to be someone else. Sean Connery. <laughs> the... Sean Connery. <laughs> Daniel Craig could do a Perseus. Yeah, but it has to be. I think Perseus is quite young though. He is. That's true. He is. Uh, maybe like a Zach Braff. No, he's not young, is he? Uh, who? Oh, you know, like um, oh, uh, Dave Franco. Let's see that. Dave Franco could do a yeah. He could do a Perseus. A Medusa. Someone truly like um, you know, like Angelina Jolie and Maleficent, kind of that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm thinking Angelina Jolie again because the be- like Beowulfy kind of yes. creepy but hot. Yeah. Or creepy but hot. Or. Another good, another one is someone like Charlize Theron. Yeah, I can see that. She does very good, like, mean, mean hot. <laughs> We're learning a lot about you in that sentence, though. But... Or just to Kate Beckinsale, because she's the hottest woman that ever lived. Fact. So, Katie, I hope you enjoyed that. The rest of you, I um, hope you enjoyed that self-indulgent. Uh, that was. But um, thank you for listening. Dan, before we go, um, what have you learned in the last ten episodes? I've learned that you're very good at your energy and boat specialist. Thank you. I've known, I've learned from these myths, as it seems to be a theme in all of them, that if there is some kind of, why can't I think of the word? Like he was told, that, prophecy. Prophecy. I've learned that there will uh, always be some kind of prophecy, and that no matter what you do, or how long you try to hide it, the prophecy, it's going to get you. It's going to get you. I've also learned that I'm the best at maths. Yeah, you have. I've also learned that if uh, someone, i.e. a god, or your dad, or someone tells you please don't open this please do this please don't turn around until you're in the light just just listen to them and that's how we're going to end this podcast and i the best thing i've ever learned from these last 10 episodes is that friendship means a lot i literally haven't learned that see you all next week (laughs) myths myths have any non-comedy based not questions so I'll ask you a question meant for someone else okay, uh, <laughs> uh, okay. this is for Andre Vincent uh, how did you find dealing with the how how did you find dealing with cancer <laughs> <laughs> how was that for you Dan <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's a great <laughs> You're looking great, man. <laughs> <laughs>